This programme was produced at and first aired on MPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, MPR. Hey race fans, now this week's Doing It In The Dirt show was based all around the charity event happening in Rotorua this weekend. Unfortunately, it has been cancelled and no racing to be happening. So we've stuck with this show of uh, based, as I say, around the event. We thought about what to do with it and we figured, hey, we've recorded with some uh, great people, so we might as well release it. So just bear in mind that this was recorded during the week, Monday, Tuesday, and the event itself is not happening. But kick back and enjoy this week's Doing It In The Dirt show. We talk with Sonia Hickey, Steve Williams, Fanger Dan and Simon Evans. Welcome, race fans, to the Wall Winning Speedway Show doing it in the dirt. You're at npr.nz am We talk Speedway, Robertson Holden, International Speedway. Plus, we talk with drivers and track managers, promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Stu. Yeah, good, Chris. Good to be back. Another Doing It in the Dirt show, mate. Yeah, that's for sure. Bit of a sad weekend? Oh, a bit of a rain out. <laughs> Never mind. Miani got going, so that's all good. One track in the country. Can't complain. Yeah. yeah, it was good racing too. It certainly was. But this weekend, pretty excited about what's happening up at Rotorua Speedway. You know, normally we're getting really excited for the World 240s. Instead, this one here has been, I guess, a couple of years in the making, and it is the Valvoline uh, Superstock Charity Invitation. Um, brought to you, of course, by uh, by Steve Williams and the team, and then, of course, supporting Starship Foundation and the Ronald McDonald House. And to uh, run us through the first part of our show, we've got none other than Sonia Hickey. How are you going, Sonia? Yeah, I'm great, thanks. Man, it's um, it's great to... It's a bit like the World 240s in, in other years. It's finally great to get to this event. It is great. It's been a long time in the making, and because it was a way long time before it even started, we'll see sort of pushing me along that it would be a good idea that we did this and um, me saying no, no, no for a start and then thinking, yeah, no, it's a really good cause and, and I'll do that. Yeah. Yep. Is it pretty cool how Steve chose Rotorua to do it at as well? Well, I'm not too sure about that because it's given me a lot of work, but no, it's <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's great on that he did, you know, I trust him for that. I'll have to excuse my dog barking in the background. Um. Yeah, so it's, it's a, it's a, it is a real great honour for the club. And, you know, we've, we've done a lot with Steve over the years. He's raced here a lot. And, um, yeah, pretty stoked to be able to do this one. It certainly is. It's it's pretty cool. Now it's um it's a awesome event. So they've all actually been invited. These drivers, from what I um understand. Yeah, it's um, invite only. Um, although we have lost a couple from the original um, lot. You know, we've got well, we've lost Mitch Vickery lately with yep. concussion knockout, and of course earlier on there was Jason Long and a few others from last year. You know, there was about ten or so of them that we actually lost last year that have retired or can't come. The date is a bit tricky, um, but. Yeah, I was being so close to Christmas and New Zealand camps and everything like that. But yeah. there was just no other date. We went through it and, you know, we're trying to work around teams camps and all yeah. the other things that are going on. That was the only date that we could get. So we have we have lost some of them, but we've still got a excellent field. Um, we've lost a couple today and we've just brought in a couple more. So we're still in the 70, so it'll still be the... The two groups of 35 racing, you know, what we call our three-fourth format, where yep. there'll be 26 cars in each race. So there's going to be eight races of um, wow. 26 cars, super stock. So it'll be, it'll go. 
Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, like, when you even have to try and write down 70 drivers to invite to start with <laughs> is a hard enough job. So it's, uh, it doesn't really matter as such if people are pulling out, no offence to them, but there's just a swat of drivers you can bring in and still have a quality field of 70 cars at the end of the day. Oh, it is. And, you know, and there's some young names that are coming in there too, and it's good to see them, you know, getting a bit of a break. And, and that weren't on the original list was there in mind. That was put together after the New Zealand Superstock and World 240 mm, back yep. in 20, you know. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a few, new, few new names coming through too, which was really cool. Yeah, exactly right. And, I mean, it's great for these young ones too to get a crack at winning $20,000, I believe. How scary is that? You That's know, crazy. Like, I thought it was nuts in Wellington winning $10,000 in a four-lap runoff. This is $20,000. <laughs> I know, and like we had the triples meeting a couple of weeks back there, and oh man, that was just the most amazing meeting. And and they were only racing for three thousand dollars, and they went crazy. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what are they going to do? <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, we're going to have to tame them down a bit. But uh, you know, we'll 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 have some good refereeing going on. So yeah, for that'd, sure. That'd and there's no ripper charge either. It's just it's it's cutthroat qualifying. It is. It's just cutthroat because on the um, second night, we, you know, we'll get down to the 13 from each. We originally we we're going to have the best of the rest, but we just didn't have enough to make it a proper show. You know, yep, like yep. it was all about making it a good show. So we brought in a couple of stock car teams races instead. And um, I mean, who doesn't want a stock car teams race? You know, especially <laughs> between Rotorua and Kiki, it's always yep. a bit of an arch rivalry going on. Yeah. So. Um, so we brought that in instead and um, brought those drivers that had entered early into the, you know, because I'd made the commitment to enter, we brought them in in order of entry into the, the main field. Yes. So nearly got all them in place now. So yeah, it's all worked out really, really great. So, yeah, 13 out of each group uh, out of the four races and, and through to the next night. So and 13 then out of 35, you've got to be... On your game. Exactly right. And the thing is, is you're not exactly. Sometimes you don't have a chance to beat, you know, to stop the other guy if it comes down to their last qualifying race and you've finished yours. Um, yeah, that is, that is the, the, the little quirk of the three fourths. But with <laughs> being able to do it, you know, it means that we could invite more. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, more yeah. Cars, yeah. So. And you got saloons as well running. Now that's the salute to. Jumbo? To Jumbo. Yep. Yeah, to Jumbo Berryman. Uh, Jumbo was um, instrumental in getting the saloon class up and running and did all of the hard work. And, and Steve was, um, it was his, his thing. And, of course, he's raced the saloon yeah. class for yep. years and years. Um, and that, that was his passion that he he really wanted that in there, the Luke Jumbo, and he's invited cars. Some of them coming from Invergiggle, for calling the state. Not only have we got Jason coming from Invercargill, we've got two saloons coming from there Nice, well. nice. And, and that, there's, I believe, a few um, yesteryear drivers, I think, jumping in and piloting some cars. There are. Aren't they lovely? That's and awesome. That's cool, yeah. They, half a dozen, oh, about eight or nine of them are, uh, were at our last club night on the second and went out and had a skid, green checker every race, so that was all good. There wasn't a lot out there, but <laughs> yeah, <they didn't> <laughs> so Nice cool. one. That's what we want to hear. And then the second night, obviously, the finals, the top 26, the salute to Jumbo. Um, you got, obviously, the Tier 2 um, and the Salter Cartage mini stocks. So that's always, a, like, Rotorua are great with the mini stocks, with the mini stocks in Paradise. You have the invite only at World 240s. This one's actually quite cool. It's a two from each track invite. Yeah, what um, Steve, because Steve's foundation yep. has for years supported mini stocks, you know, and it's not the kids that 
are at the pointy end of the field he's been supporting. He's been supporting the ones that, you know, haven't got the opportunities, you know, and they haven't got the big budget. So he's been helping those kids along all the way, you know, three or four kids a year. You know, they get a you know thousand odd dollars each or something. Yeah, well, yeah. quite substantial over all the years, and you know that was part of the criteria right from the outset that there would be mini stocks. So as we worked through it, and we decided, well, we'll pair them up with a super stock, and we've got a bit of a special show starting the second night where we we go through the pairings and that sort of thing. So that will be awesome. Nice. That's yeah, going to be cool. That'll yeah, be, that'll be a bit cool, and um, yeah, so one gets to choose his partner, one gets. That's just great. Who, who basically, I'm guessing, has sort of Steve put this list together of what he wants and you've just gone, the okay, I'll make it work? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's been a combo, really. And, you know, like, we'd, one would have an idea and the other would work on it and we'd swap ideas and we've sort of got to a happy ending. But um, he selected all that. Oh, with the mini stocks too, just to, to clarify, you know, yep. like the rep for us to put a name for, there was two from each track and six from Rotorua. And then Steve chose the ones he wanted. And they were second and third year drivers. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, these aren't your, your. There's a couple in there that are were a bit quicker than the rest. Yeah, but, um, yeah understandable. You know, but but they're, um, they are that mainly that he wanted the average kids, not the the ones that are doing the winning. So that's yep, where yep. we were the But the celebrities, what about that? Cheers. And Andre Heimgardner and Mad Mike and oh. Um, and Richard's been away. I mean, he's going to be at home on that track, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I was going to say, in a roundabout way, the the list. I mean, I know we've lost a couple of celebrities over the the twelve months, and then we've gained some more. But crikey, the ones we've gained, as you say, Andre Heimgartner, that was out of the blue. I remember you telling us at the uh, the chat about the start of the season, saying you had something in the back pocket, and well, you pulled out a huge one there. <laughs> Steve, that's all Steve, and um, he he did all put all those names together, and um, we've got all the cars organised. And, and I mean, I must hats off to Lance um, Ashton Lala, yeah. aka Lala. He's the one that has got on board with this thing, and he's got all the cars organised. He's done all that. I mean, four of them are his kind of thing, but um, yeah. you know, like he's just done all that, and he's you know we've had. Um, at least six of them have been fitted out in the cars yeah. and make sure they're all fitted in all right. Because, I mean, it's vitally important that we do that because it's sort of, you know... It's a safety yep, thing too. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's a safety thing. So we've had to do a whole heap of work behind the scenes on it as well. Um, and it, But it's come together really. Oh, I'm really, really excited about that. And, and, you know, they've all got their SNZ licences now. Everything's all set, all ready to go. So, yeah. I mean, it's taken a bit. <laughs> it certainly is. I mean, we've got two of the best drifters in New Zealand, one of the best drifters in the world being Mad Mike and, of course, Fanger Dan there. Andre Heimgartner, fresh out of a full season of super, supercars. Greg Murphy um, and Richie Stanaway, fresh off Bathurst. So Murph's probably his best race fit as he's been <laughs> since 2014 when he was last racing. And, of course, Richie Stanaway, I know we mentioned it in the earlier show, but... 
you must be absolutely great to have him home. I managed to fish out an old photo uh, of him racing at Bay Park with the checkered flag that we're going to put on our on our page and that later. But that yeah. must be brilliant to have him at home. Oh, it is, and you know, like he raced there, and he's not his stock. He was contracted to the Mount, you know, for some of it, and yeah. um, but he raced always raced at Rotorua every opportunity he could get, and mm. and because you know, Neville is and the Stanaway family is, the, you know, they would cut their teeth in Rotorua and race there for years and years. So yep. yeah, and and I mean, I can remember when Richie was little tacker. I've been here too long, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Have you caught up with Richie before this event? Um, have done. I've been over, not not in recent times, but I have caught up with him um, over in Australia yep. at the, the various. We've been over there to a few bases and things. Oh like yeah, so Rodgy. Caught up with him over the time. Yeah. Yeah, all grown up. Exactly. And then, of course, um, you know, just a, I know there's a bigger list, but, you know, Brendan Hartley, formerly a one two years ago. I know he's done all sorts of, I think he's done mini stocks, and I think he had a skid a couple of times in Nelson Sprint Car or Mini Sprint here in Palmy, but um, that was before he hit the, the big time, really. And But here he is, back racing a super stock. Yeah, and that was quite late in the game. Well, it was yeah. the other day, you know, they, they came to us and said, well, you know, Brendan would like to um, to race in it. We went, oh, well, I need to. We've done and got everything all in place. But anyway, <laughs> no, we'll play the game. Um, <laughs> and uh, they came up with a car for him, and and everybody got it, it got it going quite quickly. And yep. uh, and there we are. So yeah, exactly. You know, it, I mean, I know you have all your, everything in place, but at the same time, you're not going to say no to having a, a celebrity when they come in and actually knock on the door and want to get into it, are you? I mean, no, I'm no, really surprised no, SVG no. hasn't put his name forward. <laughs> Well, we didn't ask, but we didn't uh, didn't make much ground there. So, yep. um, yeah, is uh, what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly so, right. Yeah, yep. So let's just get into the nitty gritty. Um, starts racing starts each night. What times all the gates and the racing start each night? This on you. Yeah, well, the racing starts at seven each night, but at, on the second night we're starting our show at six o'clock. Yep. The gates open at three and four, and and. Um, at the various gates, and um, yeah, so six o'clock on the second night if you want to enjoy a show. And of course, not forgetting the fireworks meeting at the end of the second night, we've got a full fireworks show, Beauty. which is and it's, it's basically just about as big as our opening night fireworks. It's, it's, it's pretty much going to be on par with that. And if anybody's ever seen one of those in Rotorua, they'll know it's, it's, it's a good really, really good yep. show. Awesome. Um, you know, it sort of echoes around the terrace, you know, and it's, it's sort of synonymous with that, you know, and and, and down the gully, it's and it's, it's it is a really good show that we we put on. So, um, so yeah, so fireworks as well, just to cap it off. So there's a bit of something for for everyone. Yep, that'll wake the kids up once they're falling asleep, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was actually sponsored by the Rotorua Trust. Put that on for us, so it was good that the community. Just got in behind us, and, and they've actually covered the cost of the fireworks. So, Beauty. so that was a good thing. Very yeah, good. And then uh, looking at this, adults are thirty dollars on the first night, fifteen dollars for a child or a senior, sixty-five for a family, and then on the second night, thirty-five, fifteen, and seventy-five. And of course, you can get your tickets already through Event Finder. Yeah, and it's just five dollars extra for one of those blue seats. So they don't seem to have gone too well this time. But if you want to hold your seat, you know, grab one of those because there's still lots of those left. We've got to get them sold. So yep. it's quite cool. So they're only five dollars. So go grab one of them. It's perfect time, especially with everyone probably on um, Christmas functions at this time of the year. They'll be probably a little bit late to the track, so it's worthwhile buying that five dollar five dollar seat. 
Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And, yeah, like I say, only five bucks. It's got to be good. Beauty. Sonia, thanks for coming on. Looking forward to uh, finally getting on the mic with Paul as well this weekend, and um, we'll see you there. Good as gold. We'll catch you there. Awesome. Cheers. Thank you. Catch you. Bye. Bye. Well, that was Sonia Hickey there, Chris, and, uh, yeah, busy lady as always, but, you know, it's great to have this meeting uh, finally underway. Yeah, this is sure. And finally underway, as you say, it's been a long time coming. It certainly has. From the uh, the lady who's organising it to the man behind it all, the one and only Steve Williams. How are you, Steve? Yeah, how are you going there, guys? It's yeah, good. we're good. It's good to finally have you on the show after all these years. Me and Chris were talking on air, off, uh, off air, and he goes to me, mate, I think this is the most high-profile profile <laughs> person from Speedway we've had on. And I says, oh, I don't know, Wayne Hemi's pretty up there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I must have done something good to get on the show, so that's pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, mate, it's a, it's a massive weekend we've got coming up at Rotorua Speedway, the Valvoline, uh, celebra- uh, the Valvoline Superstock Invitation with the, the Celebrity Challenge, thanks to Garage 16, the Solder Cartage Mini Stocks, we've got the Jumbo, uh, the Salute to Jumbo Saloon thing. Um, but the the real reason we're sort of there is to support two great uh, foundations, being the Ronald McDonald House and the Starship Foundation. So I sort of wanted to get in behind, we've talked to Sonia about the ins and outs of the meeting. Talk with you a bit about those things and how they came about to you and, and your involvement in the organisations and Basically, Steve, to start with, why are we doing this meeting with Superstocks when you're a saloon guy? <laughs> yeah, well, um, last season was going to be my last season doing Speedway. Of course, we've had two, this meeting's been postponed twice during yeah. COVID, yep. so it, it, it's now taking place in this season. But last season was, I was planning to be my last season, and I was tr- trying to think of a way to go out um, not with a bang, but to do something memorable um, yep. and, and try and do something very good for the sport and then do something for the two charities that my wife and I have been long-time supporters of. So I kind of put my thinking cap on and said, well, okay, what is the most popular class in Speedway that draws in the most spectators? And also, um, through talking to Jace at the pits, w- w- which class has the most people watch it? Uh, through the pitch TV. So, okay, we came up with, not came up with, Super Socks was un- undoubtedly the most popular class and then it also has the most people. Um, and then I thought, okay, so h- how can we, you know, raise some very good funds here and get catch the interest of all the spectators? Yep. So um, I went about, even before I had the idea of where I was going to have the meeting and that, I thought, okay, roughly what is it going to cost to put this meeting on? I want to put up yep. a first prize. That it's the best prize ever offered. That's $20,000. And I said, what is it going to cost to run this meeting? And then so I thought, okay, approximately it's going to cost about hundred grand to run the meeting. So yep. before I even talked to Sonia, I'd raised half of that amount of money already. Just wow. Through, wow. Uh, I, I, I approached every person that I know through you know, my foundation, through yep. racing, through um, caddying and so forth, and... And got every, I got a hundred people to donate a thousand dollars. What I did, yep. And so then I went to Sonia um, and said, "This is my idea. Uh, I'd like to run a meeting, a big high-profile superstock meeting, and then we're going to bring in some celebrity drivers. And the reason why we brought in the celebrity drivers because these guys have such big followings on social media. Yep. If they put it all out there on social media, they're racing a superstock." Uh, that'll draw some more people in, not only to the event, but certainly to the live stream. So, um, yeah, I had the idea. Uh, I just thought it'd be a great way to sort of go out and, you know, try and do something. You, know, you always try and make a, well, you want to make your mark 
and leave a, leave a nice mark in the sport. So I thought yep. that'd be that, that's how it came about. Wow, there we go. It just it's it's amazing. Like the right people can put on an event like that, and like you say, reaching out to I guess you like you say your contacts really, and a thousand dollars. I hope I'm not right, wrong. I hope I'm all right saying this, but a thousand dollars to some is not a lot of money to to put forward for a good cause. Um, you yeah, know, I, I know we're sort char- of it's a charitable, yeah, you know, it's a charitable donation, and that, and, and you know, like I, I'm fortunate to know a lot of people in the right circles and yep. that through all my you know my days of caring and foundation stuff and so forth and that. So, not one person said no. So, I mean, it just it was you know, I, I wrote a, a personal email to every single person. It wasn't a, you know one that went out to a whole bunch of people, yep. you know, and. Uh, not one person said no. It was very time fulfilling to do that. Um, you know, I wrote like a hundred emails. So, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and didn't word them all the same. You know, you've got to, you know, different people and, and tell different people the benefits for them and so forth. And that. But it was a, um, sort of a massive undertaking. But like I said, I, 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 before I even went to Sonia and that, you know, cause I, I wanted to make sure that I, you know, I had proof that I could do, do it and, and, and do what I was saying. So, yeah. 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 So, so with that, and because and we're talking before you even talked to Sonia, these people you approached, I mean, had some of them even seen, heard of Speedway? I mean, aside from maybe from yourself or <laughs> knowing yourself racing? No, I, I would say probably 50% of them, you know, apart from knowing that I do Speedway, don't know much about that. But, you know, as soon as you That's tell great. me we're raising money for charity, Royal McDonald House, yeah. Starship uh, Hospital, um, you know, like I said, I, nobody said no. Um, and that's you know that's very commendable. And, and New Zealanders, in, in, in the whole, are very charitable people. Yep, so yep, people, yep. you know, can afford to give. They can here in New Zealand, and it's uh, it's, it's a great place for that. Are we going to see any of those people here experiencing their first night of Speedway and thinking, "Wow, Steve, this is great. Let's do it again." <laughs> yeah, well, it's you know, I think we're going to get you know, there's going to be a lot of people come there to the track. Over the two nights to come and watch a lot of these guys, you know, we've, you know there's some great motorsport celebrities here yep. getting behind the wheel of a superstar, and none of them have been behind the wheel. And I've talked to everyone, and they're absolutely fizzing at the bit to get behind the wheel. <laughs> and, you, and you know that these guys are going to be competitive. You know, they say it's. Well, I know we're only having fun, and it's more of a demonstration. But these guys are all motorsport people, and they all mm-hmm. get that adrenaline going. So there'll be some action amongst those guys as well. But hey, you know, and we're very, very fortunate, Lance Ashton. He's organised all the cars for these guys to yeah. drive, and there's yeah. some great cars there. That, you know, there's no, there's some very good, reliable cars, top yes. machinery, and, you know, and it's awesome that these guys have put their cars up uh, for these celebrities to drive. I can't thank those guys enough. And, you know, without them, we obviously couldn't do it. Yeah. And I mean, and a lot of these, a lot of the guys that are race uh, that have put their cars up, you, you know, you think they'd be chomping at the bit to win twenty grand. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to say yeah. these are the guys. I mean, like the likes of Ross Ashby, La La, Paul Vasey, and and even Thomas Stanaway, who's a big part of behind of the scenes as well. Um, he's running the special livery this weekend. You know, those guys are, are well and truly front runners for twenty grand. To be yeah. fair, with yeah. you on the track. Yeah. Yeah, so that, you know, that, that I just that's very. Uh, I'm honoured that these guys have put their cars up. It's absolutely awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Now coming to Rotorua, what? Why Rotorua? Why that venue? Well, I, I, I've always, I think, in my entire time racing, uh, I, I've, firstly, I've always enjoyed racing there. I, I mean, I just like all the people there. I, I've always enjoyed racing there. And secondly, my favourite meeting 
every year is the World 240s, and I, it's a great track to spectate Superstock. You know, and look, you know, Palmerston North is the other Superstock track, but yep. for me, the viewing mm-hmm. uh, yep. is, is just is incredible at Rotorua. So, yep. um, and, and it's you know, it's closer to home for me and so forth. And, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, they're right. The World 240s is great. I mean, I love it. It's my sort of one meeting off a year of commentating where I get to sit back and chill. And like you say, there's nothing better. It's like a, um, it's like the Coliseum. Yeah, it's sort yeah, of built yeah. like that where it's dug into the, into a big hill and everything surrounds it and it echoes through. And like you say, the, the viewing everywhere, the, the family friendly environment, the team behind the scenes is a family. Um, it's a great place to choose to be fair. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, every year when you go racing and you go to a Paradise Valley Raceway, you go to the gate, there's a guy there, Bruce. I don't know how many years he's going there. He directs you where to go. You go to you go to this clerk of the course, Graham Hardy. The same people, and of course, Sonia, I mean, she needs no introduction. She's just, mm. and like, to have worked with Sonia on this event has just been absolutely amazing. She's an absolute rock. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's just it's a great track, well run, great personnel, got a great atmosphere. Like even the you know the food's great at Rotorua. Like I know there's a lot of people that go around the country and they grade the tracks for the food that they've got, <laughs> and, and they all tell you that Rotorua's got great food. Yep, yep. yep. Baked potatoes are great there. <laughs> the pork buns. <laughs> You've got that right. Yeah. <laughs> now with the celebrity side of things, um, you picked out who got. 16, something like that, 12, 16, uh, something like that. But um, so what was that? You just basically rang all them up and said, hey, boys, girls, got a thing going on, Superstock Racing, who's keen to jump in there? Yeah, that's basically, you know, that, that, you know that's basically how it, how it happened. Just, you know, I put a list together uh, of many motorsport people that I thought would, you know, people could recognise and, and that um, be good for, for what we're trying to do. And yeah, everybody um, put their hand up as well. Not, you know, unfortunately, each time when it was postponed, we gained a couple, lost a game, we yep. gained a couple, yep. lost. Understandable. A couple. Uh, but um, you know, we've just over the last week, um, have gotten um, Brendan Hartley going to yep. do it. So we're absolutely thrilled to have him. You know, he's got a massive following on social media, and you know, the last guy in New Zealand to drive a Formula One car, mm, so yeah. he's got a yep. big following. So. Uh, thrilled to have him there. I heard that some of them knocked on, basically, your, and, and so to speak, knocked on your door to say they wanted to drive. Yeah, look, it got to the end, it, it, we got uh, towards the end there, and I've got we had too many cars. Too, sorry, too many guys wanting to do it. Like we, we, our ten was our number, but and you know, I didn't. The, the more drivers, that meant the more pressure on yep. Lance Sashin yep. to get more cars and so forth. So, um, you know, we thought ten was a good number. And that's what we, that's what we've got. Well, actually, we ended up with eleven because um, Brendan Hartley was sort of a late addition, mm. and uh, but we thought he'd be fantastic for the event. Now, have you have you like obviously you mentioned none of these guys and girls obviously with Avalon there as well, which is a, a great addition. We might have to get Bex Bar to to get in there and mentor her up a bit, to be fair, and uh, get in behind her. But um, you know, none of these guys have, have raced Superstocks except for when Murph had a skid at the um, at the uh, teams event that we had in Huntley one time. Um, but there's got to be, like you say, it's all fun, but they'll be a bit fired up. I'd say having the likes of Murph and Richie going head-to-head after their Bathurst run will be a, a bit of a sweet one. <laughs> Have you had any banter yeah. with them or, or from them? You know, obviously you might, must be in communication somehow with them. Oh, look, look, they're all, like I said, they're all fizzing at the bits to get behind the wheel. <laughs> and they're all aware 
that they were in some good machinery. A couple of the guys have already been fitted up in their cars. Yeah. Yeah. you know, and like you know, like I said, they're all you know these guys. All they're all motorsport people. That, that's what they do. That's what their passion is. So you know, whether they're pushing a lawnmower or racing a go kart <laughs> or whatever it might be, you know, they're going to be competitive. So um, you know, it's, it's, it's great for speedway. I think it's going to be good for, just for speedway in general. It's going to be a good look. We're going to you know donate some great money to two charities. We've got yep. some high-profile motorsport people driving super stock. So you know. I think anything you can do in Speedway that, you know, you can get to more audience and, and that down the road, it can only be better for the sport. Yep. 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 Have you chucked a cheeky, um, not a, not prize money as such, but chucked a cheeky trophy on the line for the celebrities to keep them keep them at, at go, having a go? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've got, we've got, we've got that lined up. Oh, you beauty. Yeah. <laughs> this just gets better and better. With um, with the superstock side of things now, was that sort of just Sonia getting them behind there and just making a list and picking them, or did you, did you sort of have some people you wanted there? No, no. We, 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 what we wanted to do is make it fair. So we, we, we took uh, our criteria was we you know we did a points thing from the World Two Forties and the New Zealand Superstock. Oh yeah. So we, you know we considered those two events to be the two biggest events, yep. and we just took. And we, you know, who, who we combined the points from the two events, and, and that was our list. And we just kept going down the list. And you know, we've had some guys pull out, mm. some guys' cars aren't ready, and so forth and that. But at the end of the day, we've got seventy guys, seventy fantastic competitors. Yeah. And you know, obviously they're going to be battling hard on Friday night to get one of those, you know, twenty-six spots for Sunday, uh, for Saturday night. Yeah. To, you know, with the chance to win the twenty grand. No, that's massive. And uh, obviously on the program as well, uh, added bonus, a, a team's race, which has been thrown in the mix with the stock cars there on Friday. But uh, I think something quite special for yourself would be the salute to Jumbo, the saloon part. Yeah, we, 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 like this one was to be scheduled to have, um, you know, when the event was first planned and that. And, um, yeah, it's pretty special for me. Jumbo was the guy who was basically responsible for the saloon class he was the, he was the guy that came up with the idea that there must be a class at the time you know there was saloons which were supers and then he came up with this class which started off as limited saloons yep. uh, which is, was a budget class yep. and it was his idea and together with quite a few people that you know they came up with a set of rules and that and the class got going and you know jumbo passed away in 2020 and um you know when he passed away you know i thought one of the tracks probably would run some kind of memorial for him, but it sort of didn't happen. So, that, you know, I, I thought, well, you got to, you know, I think this guy is worthy of mm. some kind of yep. memorial meeting. So the salute to Jumbo. So it's also, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. His number was 222. So first prize on Saturday night is, is $2,222. So, mm. I mean, that's not to be sneezed at all. Yeah, I reckon. That's cool. That's nice. That's nice. And the um, the other part that, that is very cool to see and, is um, and you've sponsored a fair few for your foundation before. Is the mini stocks, the uh, youth mini stocks, and then Sonia mentioned in her part the way they were picked, and I think that's bloody cool to have uh, have that mixed up, you know, um, field. Yeah, well, look, you know, I, I, I you know, it's, a, it's it's a great meeting, you know, and there's going to be a lot of hype and a massive crowd in there. And look, you know, there's no point in my mind. I didn't think there's any point getting the best. You know, the, we we yep. took two from every track in the North Island, and then and then six. Uh, Rotorua got six to make 26, but yep, I, I yep. felt it was only fair, or I thought it was the best idea, let's get some kids there that don't necessarily get that chance. Like, all these big mini-stock meetings, if you have a look at them all around the country, it's the same cars win them all every year. Yep. yep. Um, so I thought, let's give some other kids a chance to be shine, you know, be in the spotlight, be, be on 
uh, the Pitts Media TV and, and being racing in front of a massive crowd with some importance to it. So um, obviously there was some negativity to that, but um, you know that was purely. I, I thought it was a good idea, despite getting some negative comments about it. But I, you know, that's just—I think it's great. I think it's, yeah, I think it's awesome. Mixes yeah. it up, and, and as you say, gives some kids an opportunity that they may not get at, um, at other points. You, you're racing yourself as well over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> is this going to be your final run? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, like I, you know, I, I haven't even had the car off. The car hasn't even been green sheeted yet. <laughs> um, Look, I, I, there's been a massive amount of work going to this event, and it wouldn't have been possible without Sonia Hickey and Lance Ashton. But yeah. been a, a, to put something like this together, you know, I, I've run quite a few events, you know, the Speed Week and, and the, and the um, DBS Supers Lose yeah. Series, and I brought Tiger out here, and we had that charity meeting at Huntley. But this one's um, been kind of a mega meeting to organise and put get it all, you know, like, on Saturday, we're going to have some, you know, extra things. We've got the fireworks and some, mm. yeah, the, the yeah. way that the way that they're going to do the dummy grids for the superstocks and pair the you know, pair the kids up. It's going to be some special, you know, yep. stuff going on before the meeting starts out. But I haven't even thought about racing yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like with the with the mini stock kids alone and and the uh, the celebs and even just in general, you're going to be a busy man on the night because everyone's going to want to talk to Steve because they're just going to want to. You thank know, you. tell you yeah. thank you and tell you how much they're loving the night. I think. Yeah, well, I, I always, whenever I ran the speed week, I ran that for twenty consecutive years. We had that saloon speed week, and I yep. never ever got off to a good start because I'm always concerned <laughs> about making sure the thing gets off to a good start. We yep. put on yep. some good racing. We look after the sponsors, and everything starts off. And I, I, I'm no doubt I'll probably drive like that. I'll probably need my L plates on my car on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Does um does your boy he had a dabble in? Did he get in? He got into it for a bit, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He had, he, he he raced in a mini stock. Um, he, he never ever did more than about four or five meetings a season. Yep. First of all, he he was a rower, um, and every second weekend there was uh. a gasser. So and. So he, you know, like racing was minimal, yep. and then he started um, riding a scooter pretty um, competitively. And <laughs> cool. Yeah. So he, he's now a professional scooter rider. He turned pro at the start of this year. You're so, talking like freestyle uh, stuff on the ramps and that. Correct. Yeah. So he's been overseas massive uh, this year. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what he's right into it and, and doing incredibly well for his age and so forth so yeah that's what he does so you know the racing um you know you just there wasn't room for the racing because he does that all the time now yeah yeah yeah, but he he did have a go at it oh good stuff yeah 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 yeah. now being um the starship foundation and ronald mcdonald house and um and supporting those two great causes those foundations we're going to have some some special guests some uh starship kids or ronald mcdonald kids come down and enjoy a dose of speedway yeah, yeah. So the the, the Ronald McDonald retreat there in Rotorua is bringing some families and that. Oh, and cool. Got this, yeah, yeah, it's good. So we've got the both the CEO from the Ronald McDonald House and from the um, Starship Children's Hospital. They're both going to attend on Saturday. So, yeah, we're pretty excited to have them there and, and, and then have some children come from the um, Ronald McDonald retreat in Rotorua um, to the track. It's, it's always difficult to get um, children from some yeah. of these places. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. though, yeah. you know, it's... 
that's not the kind of place where, where they can go. But we're going to we, we're going to get whatever children uh, we can get. They'll be at the track and um, yeah, our special needs kids. But um, yeah, that's going to be fantastic too. They're going to absolutely love it. Definitely. They're going to love it. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, Steve, it's been great having you on the show. You've done some great things for Speedway, and um, you know, obviously you've won your two New Zealand titles as well along the way, but um, these events that you've put on, like you said, the Speed Weeks, the, the Tiger Woods thing you had with that Huntley, and now this massive meeting, um, you're always going to be remembered in Speedway, there's no doubt about it. But um, I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting the show underway Friday night at Paradise Valley, and um, yeah, we'll catch up there for sure. Yeah, yeah, so anybody listening in that obviously can't make the event there, Jason from the pits and his team are live-streaming it. You know, he's got the best motorsport live-stream yep, in New Zealand yep. on that, and he's live-streaming it, so you go into the pits TV and you can watch it on Friday night and Saturday night, 7 o'clock start. If you go on at 6 o'clock, there'll be some pre... Jason uh, usually gets around the pits interviews, a guy I do. We'll have a few activities going on the infield before we get racing. So it yeah, starts at 7 o'clock, so flick onto the live-stream and you'll see some great action and see... All these celebrity drivers behind the wheel of a superstar. <laughs> cool. We'll see how many of them uh, start registering next season. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be awesome. That would. We might. Well, if, if Richie Stanaway can't get into a supercar at the moment, Peter Edderton might as well get him a superstock. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> there we go. Steve, pleasure having you on the show, mate. And like I say, uh, all the best for the weekend, and we'll catch up there. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks you. You guys will see you there. Will awesome. do. Thank you. Well, Chris, that was a two-time New Zealand champion, obviously, Super Saloon once and Saloon once, uh, Steve Williams. And as I say, he's always going to be remembered in Speedway, even if uh, this, is the, this is the the last big show, the last hurrah for yeah. his racing. Yeah. Um, but it, what a great guy. Awesome, awesome guy. He's done some massive things, not only for Speedway, but for these charities he's, he's worked with, you know, um, and we get to see... Uh, I guess you could say we get to see him in action on the weekend with with really what he does yep. for not only for Speedway but in his own Foundate, life outside yeah, of Speedway. Yep. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on Doing It in the Dirt and on the other side we're going to be talking to some of the celebrities that are going to be racing in the Superstock Challenge. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Well, welcome back to Doing It In The Dirt here on uh, NPR 999 AM. Of course, most of you listening to us on Spotify or uh, Apple Play. Right, we've talked to Sonia Hickey. We've talked to Steve Williams. It's time to get down to business with these celebrities. And our first celebrity off the ranks, we've got the one and only Fanger Dan. How are you, mate? How you going, guys? All good? Yeah, good. Yeah, good, bro. Good, good. good. It's, I would probably say on our Doing It In The Dirt show in the 11, 12 years it's been running, um, and I know in the, in the probably four years I've been doing it, I don't think we've really had a non-Speedway person on the show. Oh, there's always a first for something, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. But you're It'll not too the far off. first time that I'm going <laughs> to First time you're on, on the Speedway show. Yeah. Yeah. So, mate, right, we've got a big weekend coming up in Rotorua. Um, Steve Williams has put together this awesome uh, charity event for Starship and Ronald McDonald House. We've got 70 top yep. Superstock drivers, and we've uh, we've thrown in half or a dozen uh, celebrities. And, mate, he's he's got hold of you, and you're a celebrity, and you're hitting yep. the dirt track, I'm guessing, for the very first time. Yep. Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah, I've never... 
I've taken um, one of my drift cars around um, Miani Speedway many, oh, many yeah. years ago. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I've never um, never driven a stock car or or anything like that. So yeah, ah, beauty. Of, of course, of course, you've taken a drift yep. car around um, Bay Park and yep. uh, Wellington Speedway many times too, mate. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love <laughs> just want us to do it. So um, I've I've lost a few tail lights going around those bloody tracks. <laughs> Good fun. Right. So, so um, how did like did what Steve just ring you up and say, "Banger Dan, we want to, we've got this event that I'm putting together. Um, I want some of the best yeah. New Zealand motorsport stars. Do you want to come and have a skid?" Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that was pretty much how it all played out. And um, you know, it's I'm always down for um doing things around the charity side of things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, nah, it's um, an honour to come down, and um, yeah, sounds like I've got a, a pretty awesome car lined up too. So I'm very excited about that, and um, they've been prepping it. They've been around the car two or three times, and a couple of people have gone over someone else's stuff as well. And yeah, so they've crossed all the T's, dotted all the I's, they reckon, and they just yeah want me to go out and see what it's all about. Have yeah, some fun. It, as Fang was talking about, he's um, stepping into the 15R of Paul Maybe's um, self-built chassis, which is a it's a bit of an immaculate um, bit of machinery there. But um, have you never had yeah. the interest of um, jumping into your cousin's superstock at all? Um, uh, yeah, there was talk of doing some um, some stuff as well with uh, with him. Um, you know, like I think it would. Um, be pretty cool you know and then vice versa get him into to the mustangs as well you know um yeah it's just um he lives in um one end of the country and i live in the other so yeah that 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 makes it pretty hard so these like you've you've been obviously to speedway plenty of times though in your life oh yeah yeah like um i grew up around um the miani speedway and I used to um, pit crew for um, Glenn Scott and, um, you know, uh, Shane Laking, you know, back oh, I was, mm-hmm. when I was about 14 years old, you know, um, you know, scraping dirt and um, I think I was just the water boy and I'd get into everything, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah it's actually quite, um, you know, the, the just shows how tight the stock car community is because – when I started talking to Paul about the car and I was like, oh, well, it's actually quite funny because I used to, you know, pit crew and for a you know, a couple of cars in um, Hawke's Bay and he was like, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, I know this. And I was like, oh, well, that's, yeah, that Glenn Scott's the one of the cars that, you know, I'd go to the Speedway with. So, and um, he was like, oh, man, we're good mates with them. And so, yeah, it was um, – you know, Glenn actually uh, messaged when once he'd seen that we were going to be doing the stocker um, superstock meeting. He was like, "Do you need a water boy?" <laughs> <laughs> On my fa- uh, Facebook page, so um, you know he, he's, he's not racing anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. So no, nah, that was cool, eh? You know, um, um, yeah, like um, you know, my cousin, um, you know, Dylan. Um, well, his father used to take me to the. Um, to the speedway every Saturday night, you know, in the school holidays and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, uh, hung around um, Steve Jude and and Shane and Glenn and and um, yeah, 
um, Shane Penn and stuff like that. You know, that was yeah. he was competing quite a lot um, there as well. Um, yeah, yeah, long, long time ago. I'm getting, the, I'm getting old yeah. myself. All <laughs> the rowdy brunch, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so you yeah. never had any interest but, back then. Like, would you, would you keen to get back in, uh, keen to get um, into a car back then, into a saloon or a stock car or anything back then? Oh yeah, definitely. Like, I've always, like, oh, I love the sound of saloons and and um and yeah, the super stocks. Where um, I guess it was, I sort of fell apart from the speedway a little bit. Like when I moved to uh, up to Wangarei because um, like their speedway tracks not what I would call. Yeah, a speedway track, you know, like doesn't have walls all the way around, and yeah, and yeah. um, but I sort of I missed that, and but every time we'd go and race in like Manfield and stuff like that, like that worked out quite well because like the teams champs would be on like that weekend, and we'd always, as soon as we finished the drifting, we would be at the speedway down there, um, and also when I do you know family trips back down to um, Hawks Bay, I'd you know um, if there was a meeting on down there, I would. I would go and see what's happening. So um, anything, you know, that's um, yeah, um, got a V8 in it for me, I guess, is um, I'm attracted to it. So. Yeah. It's cool to see, like you, like, and like you said, the, as you were talking to Paul, Paul maybe, the, the link back through every form of motorsport in New Zealand, back to Speedway. Yeah. You know, like, um, you know, personally, we're buzzing for having Richie back on track. You know, he grew up racing mini stocks. Um, SVG grew oh, up yes. racing, yeah. racing mini stocks and uh, quarter midgets at, at Western Springs, you know. So to have yeah. guys of that caliber of international motorsport, Brendan Hartley, you know, prime example yeah. right there, Formula One yeah. driver in, in Speedway back in the day. Yeah. It just shows, like you say, linkage of motorsport in New Zealand, regardless of where you are, somewhere it comes back to to any other form of motorsport, really, not just Speedway. Yeah. Yep. And we've also had, had yeah. the likes of yeah, well, yeah. Matt, we had the likes of Matt Quack that um come from Speedway to you guys and then back to Speedway again. Um yeah. Yeah. There's another Haw- Hawks Bay boy. Yeah, I guess, you know, like um um it's I think if there, if there was a good speedway track in um Wangrei, I would be I'd most probably be in Speedway myself, like even <laughs> if I got into the drifting as well. Um yeah. I think I would have one, you know, but it's sort of yeah, when you don't have something locally it's you you lose track of it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, understandable. Yeah. yeah. And then that's you know, and then, you know, obviously we're down the path of the drifting and then that takes up so much time as it is, you know, like um it's not just the the championship rounds that we have, you know, like we're we're down, you know, representing all our brand partners at beach hops and um, you know, all these other sort of, you know, things that are that are static as well, you know, it's not just about being on on the track yep. drifting as such, you know. So um yeah, it does take up a lot of time and then, you know, everything else um outside of that, you're just like, oh, I really wanna, you know, like I love getting out um on the jet skis and yeah and going to the lakes and um and you know with my friends and family and and shit like that so um yeah it's um yeah so, like, i'm definitely looking forward to this weekend that's for sure yeah and so this weekend you've got um not only yourself um racing the super stocks but another drift uh, drifting icon drift king there mad mike um you've had many a drift battles yep. with him 
um, over the yep. plenty over the years. This could be a bit of bragging rights here. This could be finally your chance to pop him one, spin him out, all legit as well. Yeah, you're not going to yeah. lose any, gonna lose any yeah, points yeah. for this one, man. You're going to gain points for spinning him up. Nah. <laughs> so um, that's what, um, you know, a lot of um, people, is it, um, um, is it going to be full contact? Is it, is it, because um, I know yep. when, um, was it Tiger Woods or something? They, yes, they yeah. cast it as they, it was no contact. Or so something. tap and spin because you don't um, like teams or yeah. tap and spin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like yeah. your letter. So is that how what it sort of is? Oh, mate, I don't know. You're the you're yeah. the man. You're the man. You know, I get you guys set the rules. We just ask the questions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We we oh. just ones on the embankment that froth. <laughs> we just sit with yeah, you. Yeah, I just yeah. do the microphone <laughs> yeah. work during the night, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well, you know. Um, yeah, I've had plenty of. Um, um, I've had a few bumps from Mad Mike going two hundred k around the sweeper <laughs> pookie, you know, and. and you know, some people would spin out and stuff, but it was um, yeehaw, let's keep going, you know. So foot right up um, it. You know, and then there'll be there'll be times where I've um, you know banged a couple of doors with him and taken a few bumpers off. So uh, and and the same with uh, Darren Kelly as well. Yeah, who's yeah. Just a, that's another one. That, um, yeah. So <laughs> um, you know, like we like me and Darren have most probably. Um, you know, had some really, really good battles over the last most probably eight years, you know, of um of competition, you know. So um yeah, I, I can't wait to get out um with those guys. Um, but also all the other stars as well, you know. Um you know, so I, I guess everyone I hope everyone's gonna be pushing hard and and you know, um Showing their talents and each sort of um, sport they do, you know. Yes. Have you um have you had any chats with um Darren Kelly and uh, Mad Mike about what what's happening? Because it's you 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 were one of the original ones, eh? From the COVID, the COVID um the first affected one. Yeah. The first COVID affected. Wait, what do you mean? Sorry. Oh, because so this is the, this is take three, mate. Yeah, this is take <laughs> three because of COVID. Run it. So we. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, so so are you one of the replacement ones that have just come in um, this year? Because last year there was yeah, um yeah this was meant to, this was meant to run last year twice, but COVID got it twice. Oh yes. Oh really? Yeah. But have you had a talk with um Darren and and uh, Mike about it at all? Bit of banter, bit of banter in there. No, nah, I haven't. I haven't actually. Um, sorry, I just had to plug my phone and she was going to go flat. <laughs> um, <laughs> we um. No, I haven't, and I missed out. Um, Mike had his uh, Mad Mike Summer Bash uh, a few weeks ago, and and um, for once we um, we sat aside for that event. You know, we just um, it's getting pretty close to Christmas, and um, we've got a lot of things going on with the cars, and and um, our crew were all busy, and it was just like, nah, let's just this. We're just going to have to sit this out. So, um, but um, yeah, I'm sure. Um, over the next couple of days, yeah, there'll, there'll most probably be a few um, chats going through Messenger. <laughs> Too right. So you're a three-time D1NZ champion, but you haven't just uh, yep. been drifting in New Zealand. You've drifted overseas and um, and competed overseas. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about your drifting background over there and stuff like that too, so that the listeners here yeah, from Speedway so, know more about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, 
you know, like I've been drifting for 20 years and and um, won my first championship back in 2006. And um, um, around sort of 2000 and, um, oh, like eight or something like that, we started going overseas and um, to World Time Attack. Um, they had like a one-off drift event over there. Um, and then not long after that, we got an opportunity to send the car up to um, Asia. Oh, and um, we went up there for, was, the car went up there for nine months and we flew backwards and forwards to um, a few rounds, um, which was, you know, an awesome experience um, to um, actually one of the events that we went to in Singapore, which was the first, um, it was actually a Formula Drift uh, round and we podiumed. We finished third uh, at the first event over there, which was, you know, we're on the big um, Formula One track there, right by the water, yeah. and using turn, uh, well, I think it would have been turn one or something, um, going under the big um, overpass. And yeah, it was um, just an awesome experience to to go and drive against some of the drivers and that over there, and and step out of your comfort zone. Um, and um, yeah, we went to Kuala Lumpur and we ended up winning a round there. We qualified first and won a round, That's which sweet. was, um, yeah. But I guess um, it, um, and that also come about because I had, I'd won my first championship and then I was like, okay, well, I've, I've done that and um, like a Nissan Sylvia. And because that was sort of like what everyone used, you know, and drifting. And um, I was like, oh, I want to be, you know, I want to do something different. And um, I really, like, my big dream in motorsport would have been to race, like, V8 supercars, right? And um, so I was like, well, maybe I'll build a, a Commodore, you know, and I'll make it look like a supercar, but I'll put bigger wheels on it, big wide dish wheels, and I'll put the big spoilers on it, and I'll showcase what I can do and something like that. And hopefully I stand out and I'll get a drive. <laughs> so um, we we just keep pushing. We'd go to V8 supercar demos and, you know, like I just, yeah, I just thought possibly an opportunity would come because I built something different. And, um, and that actually opened up doors. Like I wouldn't have got the opportunity to go overseas if I hadn't have had that car um, because, you know, the guy that, that got us over there, he was like, Nah, because um, I had the two cars still, and I said, oh, look, I haven't fully developed the Commodore, but um, so I'd most probably take my Sylvia, and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't want that. You know, they're everywhere over here. We want something different. Yeah, yeah. You know, like no one's seen that type of car. So, and I was like, oh, all right, okay. So we ended up doing that, and then once I'd done quite well over there and we'd, we'd developed the car while we are over there as well, and I was like, man, this could actually do quite well. So we ended up, going through and winning a championship in that car hit back here in New Zealand, which ended up being the first non-Nissan chassis and the first ever V8 to win the champ- the drifting temp- championship in New Zealand. Oh. So that started uh, a new sort of trend way back then, you know, a whole lot more V8 started coming into it. And, um, and then fast forward that right through to 2020, we ended up um, winning a championship in a Ford Mustang. So, um, you know, three different chassis, um, 
and still the same thing, you know, like I'm still like trying to, you know, have that supercar sort of style. Well, what they run in supercars and stand out and be like, man, this dude's mad. He's, look what he can do in these things, you know, like imagine how, how hard he could drive a supercar if I got the <laughs> opportunity. I hope, you know, like that's what I'd hope for. Um, yes, that's but, awesome. Um, and um, at least I, I don't know. I might, I'd, I'd have a good chance of saving it if I pushed it too hard, you know. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool how you um, actually got into the Mustang. Yeah, it's a pretty cool story behind that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it all, yeah, just, um, it was actually, um, you know, my father, he, yeah, had the, um, he had 1970 um, fastback Mustangs and, and um, when I was growing up and, um, yeah, we did this um, day with Ford and, you know, because I was actually driving the Holden back then, I said, oh, you wouldn't believe it, but one of my favourite cars is is a Mustang, you know, and um, they're like, whatever, you know, <laughs> you've been a Holden man for years. And This um, guy just wants something I said, no, nah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I was like, my first car was actually a 1973 um, Mitsubishi GTO Colt because my dad's like, oh, these are a miniature Mustang, you know, and he, split he's like, you can't have a Mustang, but you can have a, you can have like a a little miniature one, you know, <laughs> and because um, you'll kill yourself in a in a V eight one. So um, and they were like those little um, Mitsy GSR two um, thousands. They were um, they had all the um, pony and the steering wheel and and the embroidered in the seats and they even had like real similar tail lights as a Mustang. So um, and I still to this day like you know they are like they're a little miniature fastback Mustang you know so um, uh, and yeah so the I just said well if I was going to build another drift car it would be it would be a Mustang you know and I know that the guys overseas have developed the um, you know, the awesome steering and, and the chassis, you know, all the parts that we can get out of RTR in the States. And, um, yeah, that's definitely, um, it's, it's made me open my eyes and go, this is what drifting will be in the future. Like when you drive, like when you actually drive that American, um, Mustang and you have it in full competition mode, um, which I don't in New Zealand because I have to tame the thing down so much to to try and pair with our competition here. Yeah. And um, but when you do drive that thing in full competition mode, like how they would run it, you're like, wow, like this is <laughs> this is what drifting is going to be in the future, and I'm already experiencing it like here now, you know. Yeah. Um, so that excites it, it. Really excites me about um driving that car um and then you know so we actually stepped out of we we parked that car up and drove our what we call the activation car last year and because that car actually suited our competition really well and and it showed like we went through and we won a championship because we could just turn up to every every event um it didn't matter if it rained halfway through competition that car um it just it really paired well with um the level of drifting here in new zealand so um we're in the um in the motions now and 
giving that car, um, our actual pro car, a big birthday still and um, taming it down a little bit and making some little changes that are going to make it a lot like um, our other car, but it's still going to have, you know, 20% easy to put back into it to, yeah. to, um, to just be, have that more edge on, on um, hopefully most of our competition. So um, I'm really looking forward to that this season coming. You know, you know, there's one thing that um, that you mentioned, like you had the Holden, you had the Commodore, you're in the Mustang now. Yeah. You're talking about supercars. It's yep. probably a probably a bad move hopping back and forth like that. You know, look at look at these drivers, Lounsey, Wink Up. No. <laughs> I think yeah, it's gone yeah. these days though, is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, nah, nah, it's hard to that... see how they've they've all got, you know. Yeah, that Mustang, mate. I I saw you up and at people, Kelly, the Fiat Supercar weekend. Far out. There's some. You've got some kit, man. Yeah, it's a long yeah. way from Laurel's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, oh uh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we when we first ever started going to um, what they were called um, Nizan drift drift days, and um, I had a um, just a Skyline road car with some suspension and. And, um, you know, it had nice wheels and that all on it, but I'd throw like four factory wheels in the boot and um, and on the back seat and drive from one grey down to Pukakaui <laughs> and um, unload all my gear and a little wee toolbox and, a, and um, you know, a, a jack and these four wheels out and um, go out. You know, unclip the back, unclip the back seat to make it a little bit lighter. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I don't, I don't think it did much, but um, it. Um, oh, we had some fun, you know. Like it was, you know, we had a good group of um, of mates and that, and we had a workshop. There was about seven of us that all pitched in and had a workshop, and we built these cars and and like they were all road cars when we first started out, and then it came down. We were, you know building full chassis we were buying all our own um roll cage benders and you know we we're all pitching in to make it happen and and that's where we um came out with um you know started the team drift corp and you know our first event i think we had nine yeah, bro. freshly painted white cars so, all with so the same bro. graphics like so crisp yeah, eh? like white and green yeah that was just like you know, like that was like I look now and I'm like, man, like you don't see any young kids in that like doing what we did back then, you know. And um, man, yep. we had some fun, you know, building the cars, you know, getting wild at parties because we were the, you know, the drift <laughs> court bunch. And, and yeah. um, I was and we, of, we traveled the country, you know. Yeah, I was mates with Will Cook, bro, back in What's the day. That, when I was mates with Will Cook and back when he was the X, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, he was next level compared to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, hard. <laughs> he was very next level. The uh, the stories you so, tell about uh, that are, are pretty much much for much of you know the stories of the old fellas of Speedway yeah, of bro. the fun that's uh, being yep. had building these cars because just like stock cars, you know, they evolved from. From what they came over from England as as potentially you know essentially sort of road cars with bumpers and that to what they are now full blown yep. race cars is exactly what drift cars are now aren't they 
They've, they're not just a road car. It's, yeah. it's a full-blown yeah. race car these days. And um, as I say, if you get the chance to ever see Fanger, um, you must have a, the, the D1 starting up soon, the summer kicking in. Yes, um, it's just been shifted the date. So we kick off in uh, February. Yep. And uh, we'll have uh, five rounds this year. Um, yeah, and some, some good venues. Um, and yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. Beauty. And of course, uh, you've got your, your Facebook page there, your Fanger Dan Facebook page. You've got your website, fangerdan.com. And yep. of course, the, uh, the D1NZ website where you can find all of that stuff out. Fanger, mate, it's uh, not long now, yep. and you're going to be bolting, uh, belting into a, a V8 super stock, but uh, around Paradise Valley. Um, the nerves will start kicking in. Trust me, they will. Yeah. And uh, and all you know, yeah. Avalon mentioned she just didn't want to spin out in front of the in front of the fans. But uh, speaking of the fans, though, yeah, 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 we, we want them to come down and see in the pits, grab some photos and stuff, eh? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, that's um, you know us drifters. We're we're a friendly bunch, and and we're doing it for the crowd. You know, like. Um, this, you know, the the more rowdier, the more, um, you know, like you guys, um, the, the fans come and, you know, you know, lift you us up. up, you know, by you know talking about our cars and our style or whatever, um, it makes us go harder and, yeah, we're, yeah. we're all we're all for it. It sounds like we're going to have to hype it up. I'll be deleting some wakeros and yelling. Yeah. Mate. <laughs> Beauty, Bang yeah, it, mate. mate. That's the one. That's it. <laughs> Mate, it's been awesome having you on the show. Cheers for awesome. coming on. And uh, can't wait to Thank see you in action around Paradise Valley. Yeah, no, nah, I can't wait, mate. Thanks, Steve, for coming well, on, beautiful. bro. Cheers, heaps, man. Cheers, mate. We'll catch you later. Later, bro. Well, our next guest on the Doing It In The Dirt show, uh, we've gone from a drifter to, uh, well, he was international as well, Fanger. He's done some international stuff, but this guy's done plenty of international stuff, especially of recent as well. We've got Simon Evans on the show. How are you, Simon? But guys, I'm well. I'm well. Thanks for having me on board. No problem. Great for great to uh, to have you on, man. It's uh, it's awesome to have. As I said to Fanger, I guess he because he's the first in the show. He was essentially the first non-speedway person we've ever had in our show. I think you'll be the second. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should have come on an hour ago. They <laughs> <laughs> had all that test thing to do in Palmy, remember? Yeah, yeah. I, I've just had a, yeah had a secret little day down to Palmy for the test thing and back to Auckland, so back to the big smoke. Yeah, before we get too down. much into this event, so um, you've been in Palmy doing some testing on, at Manfield, but you said that uh, one of your fellow rivals for the weekend, Chris Vanderdrift, was with you down there, and he thinks you've been testing the Superstock out. Yep. Yeah. 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 He was. He's asked me how, what, what testing I've been done. So obviously, I let him down that garden path and told him I've done a couple of days, and I'll try Good to man. another day tomorrow. Still trying to figure out what tires we want to run in that. So hopefully, I've got a bit confused. <laughs> this is brilliant because obviously, like we we don't really do testing. We do bugger all testing. Like you've probably driven past it the um, track and on the way to Bulls. Um, if you've ever driven through that part, you know, the, the Ohakia track, that's about as close as we get to testing as the, as the dirt track out there. But uh, otherwise, we don't. The testing's done up and down the road if you're, if you're lucky enough. Yeah, yeah. well, you, pra- you, you, pra- you practice as you're racing and you got to practice in front of everyone. Yeah. Speedway, you know? 
exactly right. Now, you have actually been and seen your car, Paul Vasey's machine. He uh, he builds an absolute weapon of a car, and you've you've been in and fitted yourself in. Was it quite comfortable for you? Yeah, it was actually, you know, quite surprising. You know, we uh, just uh, a bit of padding and around the seat, but, um, yeah, met up with Paul uh, Vasey and his guys at Vasey Engineering. Um, which is really nice. We've actually got a mutual friend as well, um, uh, Kempi, or uh, as a lot of people know him. So, um, yeah, we made contact and yeah, went and saw the car, and he filled me in of you know what how it all goes about in the racing, and gave me a bit about his background, which is pretty impressive. You know, <laughs> it's like thirty odd years and teams yeah. champs and all like that. And a few <laughs> yeah, stories, probably. and I was like. Gave me a few second thoughts. Do I want to be doing this? But no, nah, um, he's like, no, nah, he says you're in a good car, good crew. And so he reassured me that we'll, we'll be fine. So nah, I think yeah, the biggest handicap was, was going to be me on the night because <laughs> I, I know the car, yeah, it's Macklet uh, and um, the engine by us, CSL, I think. And yep, it's Toyota. It's a pretty top, yeah, the top, top performing motor. So um, it's got CSI shocks and all like that. So I know it's got all the right gear. I've just got to deliver on the night. Exactly. So with uh, with you and your until you went and jumped in Paul Vasey's Superstock and did yourself up. What's what's your knowledge and your background in the terms of Speedway, mate? Uh, yes, yeah, so I um, go to Western Springs quite a bit. Um, so big fan of midgets and sprint cars like that. Um, have driven a Super Saloon there once in a, a slippery race with Bad Mike and a few guys. Yep. Um, so a little bit of experience there, but also when I was, you know, and, um, you know, 12, 13, I did a few races in a quarter budgets at Western Springs Spell. So dad wanted us to expose us to, you know, a different sort of type of motorsport and thought it would help us. So we did, did, did probably half a dozen meetings at Western Springs. Um, well, yeah, it was great financially, but this will be uh, quite, quite different again. Yeah. You mentioned your, your brother there, obviously Mitch, um, Exactly, exactly like uh, a lot of the guys that have hit overseas lately. Very successful at the F2 scene, and then he's in the Formula E series now. Have you flicked him a message to say, mate, I'm, I'm back on dirt? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I sort of like, uh, you know, did the seat fit, flicked a message straight away. I was like, next race car. <laughs> it's like, what on earth have you got yourself into? Despite it, and he he loves. It. I'm sure if, if he was back here, he would he would been keen as to have a go as well. And like seeing that Brent, how Brendan's doing it, and and Murphy and Heimgartner and stuff. I mean, he would have been happy as if a if he was allowed to. But you know, just yep, yep. You know, it's all for it's all for a good cause too. Oh, exactly. And it's I mean, funny, speaking of like uh, you mentioned Murph and that. um you would have probably raced against Andre because you've done a lot of super touring racing, be it in New Zealand yeah. and in Australia as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so known Andre for quite a few years. Obviously, race competed against him a lot here in, in super tours and and that. Um, we even went to the same school. He was he's closer to Mitchell's age, but we went to the same school and we're part of the same kart club and that. And you know, yeah, it was you know have a good catch up with him whenever I see at the racetrack. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Now. Of recent, like at the moment, you're doing the uh, the poor stuff with the Gill Trap group, with the Gill Trap team there. But what I wanted to ask you, really, because it, it does interest me, is the Formula E type racing, the electric series racing. Yeah, you done the uh, the Jaguar. You know, if I bring it up properly, the I Pace E Trophy, mate. What's it like racing these electric cars? Yeah, it, they're a really good question. Yeah, you know, it's obviously it's. You know, they asked me, well, 
you know, two years before it happened, you know, do, do I see myself racing an electric car? I would say absolutely probably no way, but an opportunity came available. And, um, you know, even what I do to what, what Mitch did, you know, is very different, you know, that yeah. the Jaguar I-Pace, you know, it's based on the production car and they wanted to get involved with that series because, okay, look, look at Tesla and like that. They can't sustain performance for a long period of time where the Jaguar, they can sort of, they can they do their not to 100 number. They can you know, sustain a high-level performance for for basically the, the range of the battery. And they thought, what better way to do that than create a race car series, <laughs> which is, you know, if you can do anything race cars, it's always good. Yep. Um, and I, yeah, yeah. And I um, got involved through the Asia-Pacific region and through gill traps and that. And, yeah, I drove the Asia-Pacific region car, which was awesome. Um, and they used the race series as well to actually help, you know, develop the road car as well. So it was exactly the same batteries, powertrains, you name it, part just different suspension brakes and obviously car type of bodywork, but they did, they worked it quite well. Um, so yeah, it was, it was completely new for me, but it was, it was quite nice actually going in there, seeing a different side to it. And then also being exposed to the Formula E side and understanding, you know, what Mitch does and all like that. And, and you know what what he does. I mean, he loves Formula E. He loves the development of it. Um, in terms of you know they're continually developing all their powertrains and that to become yep. as efficient as possible and that. But also, you know, all, all these guys they actually go to Formula E because it's also extremely competitive. You know, not, not a single driver pays to be on the grid there. You know, which is very rare in, in yeah. motorsport these days. Oh yeah. Paid to be there, and the structure of the race weekends. You know, you have to be on your game from the moment you roll out of practice. You know, your the formats are over one day, so your first practice is at seven a.m., your second at nine, then you qualify at eleven. So, if you and they're all street circuits. So, if you crash in one, you've missed the next one. Or you, you know, so you miss practice two, or you crash in practice two, you miss quali. Yep. So it's actually for the driving point of view, it puts a lot of pressure on them too. I think it's why they enjoy it because it's. They've got to be on to it the whole time, you know. So even if you park the whole electric side to one that as a series, yeah, it's really competitive and they feel like it extracts the best out of them. Oh, exactly right. And I mean, unfortunately, they only had two seasons of um, the, the of IP the series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, we did season one, finished fourth in that, won the first race. Uh, unfortunately, didn't win anymore, but finished fourth in that. And then season two, yeah, and then uh, we started, and that was 2020, and then then we go to Mexico for coming all the way back from the race, and this word COVID was starting to get flung around, and little did we know that that was actually going to be the last time we travelled until we went to to Berlin. Um, unfortunately, it was a three year deal with with Formula E, but just the way COVID was, and no one knew what was going to happen with the world, and um, the numbers weren't. We were building, but not where they wanted it to be. So, unfortunately, the season three got cancelled and they haven't sort of revived it since. And it's quite nice, the Giltraps, they own my car and they've brought it back to New Zealand. So, it's actually floating around New Zealand. Oh, cool. So, yeah, we oh, ended up winning good. season two, which was great. Won it in the last race. You know, come from behind and beat a little Brazilian guy um, who took me out in season one. So, it was <laughs> Oh, nice I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was quite nice to... Um, that seems to be a thing from him the poor the Kiwi's race. getting taken out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, so, Liam in uh, the DTM series, you in the form in the the I-Pace series, are oh, unreal. They're rough yeah, on us. No, just, so, but um, yeah, that no, was I, I. really enjoyed my time there. It was 
such a different car in the way that it was an extremely heavy car. You know, it was still a two ton, so still you know heavy for a race car. Um, but front wheel was oh sorry all wheel drive, but we could change this the split between the the power distribution to the front and the rear motors. Oh yeah. Um, we ran on a big twenty two inch rim. It was like an eco friendly tire. There was lots of variables and. The cars were so even, you know. Generally, you know, we end with this, you know, we know with motorsport, there's motors and then there's good motors, you know. But we found that all the cars were extremely, extremely even. So, it, yeah, you, you really had to concentrate on yourself to get the most out of the car. Here's a, here's a spinner for you and uh, on the spot. But obviously, following stuff at the Springs is probably the the ideal place to, to ask this. Is Do, do you reckon you could, there could ever be a electric midget? Or an electric TQ or something like that. Knowing, yeah, think, you know, sort of what you've learned in in electric racing. I I think there actually is, you know, in the way that you know the with speedway, obviously short sharp races, you know, three four minutes, you know, so you can actually doesn't use a lot of power. Perfect X springs because the people have just moved in the past six months. Can't complain about the noise. <laughs> um, <laughs> and but it's sweet that, when there's a sweet when there's a concert on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, I actually think, you know, that Speedway is probably a good example, you know, lots of talk and stuff like that to get off the corners and and probably if there's someone who could develop, that could be Bill Buckley or someone. Yeah. They start they started playing around for motocross quite a bit today as well. I've noticed that with um, a few things I follow on, on online that they've done a electric motorbike and it's, it's putting out some good numbers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think there is an opportunity for it. To probably try to convert the fans might be a different story. Um, but Play V8 noises I, over the loudspeaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you, the Formula E cars are quite loud in person in terms of it's a, uh, like diff wire and that. Yeah. It doesn't come across the TV, but you can actually hear them when, they, when they're on track, you know, for if you're in a building or that. But um, yeah, the, you can't beat the sound, I think, you know. And, and there's a, you get a lot of smell at Speedway too. So you, you know, you get all the fuel burning and, you know, you know whatever, you know, some people run yeah. methanol, whatever. You know, you, you get all that, which I think you would miss a little bit. Oh, you definitely would. It would be cool to uh, – I more say point towards the midgets in the in the TQs. I can't see it happening in a super stock or full contact car. But um, no, those, yeah. those sort of things would be uh, great to see someone with a bit of Kiwi ingenuity Give it a crack yep. in, in time to come. You've you've done a lot of supercar racing, be it in New Zealand, like New Zealand, Australia. You've won a couple of titles as well and um, competed quite well in the Dunlop Series too, which is now Super 2 over there. So you're used to handling big, uh, heavy machinery. You reckon that's going to help you in these super stocks? Yeah, I think, yeah, you know, having the power and stuff, being, being used to lots of power, I mean, that's what Paul said, it'll, it'll First time, you know, you drive it on the dirt, you were blown away just at she had the talk of it and the, and the punch, you know. So um, hopefully some of that experience, you know, when those those higher horsepower cars will help me. Um, but, yes, I still feel like I'm still flying. It's still going to be quite different, you know. It's probably not so much the straights I'm, I'm concerned about because I'm used to going straight fine. <laughs> it's, more the, it's more the sideways bit <laughs> and having right. faith in the dirt, you know, my – even when it took me a while when I was around that super saloon at Western Springs, and I'm on dirt, my brain's not registering that we've got grip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my brain's thinking that there shouldn't be grip here. So hopefully that takes me. A, you know, it doesn't take me too long to get over that. Well, 
you've, you, by the time you've picked the tyres that you're going to use, like you said to uh, Mr. <laughs> Vanderdrift, you should be sweet, mate. You'll be absolutely on to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go for the super stickies, we'll be fine. <laughs> Ryan hasn't um, fired any uh, clips through to you on YouTube at all? No, no, but funnily <laughs> enough, actually, Richard Giltrap, there's a, apparently there's a new Top Gear episode from UK and it's about stop yeah. car racing. Yes, so, Freddie yep, Flintoff. Yep. <laughs> yep, so that's that. I'll be watching that as well. Theirs is a little bit different. This is a little bit different than ours. They, they they race rain, hail, or shine. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that might be helpful for you this weekend because the weather's a bit wet at the moment, so the track's going to be a bit uh, a bit moist out there for you, Simon. Yeah. Well, what's some good clips as well I can watch in terms of what you know? To I'll tell you what, just watch like... Team Champs, and that'll tell you how to hit. Don't worry about the rest. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm sure there's uh, plenty of plenty of good YouTube clips. If you look up the uh, the World 240s at Rotorua, there'd be plenty of Rotorua clips to watch there. I'm sure uh, Jace from the Pits TV, who of course is there this weekend, um, has got plenty Lake of clips Speedway. up there. But um, have you told all your mates and Mitch as well to tune into Pits TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that, and I'll, I'll put something on my my Facebook page and like that as well. So. So plenty of people are more intrigued. I think you know they, they want to watch, to have a laugh. At, it's at a us, novelty, which is, which is perfect. It's great, you know. How about how about Mister Kiltrap? We're going to get him along. Yeah. He could he could be a, a next uh, Superstock team owner. Yep, yep. That, um, hopefully he'll be watching. You know, <laughs> he'll tune in. I'll send him the link. You know, I'll send him the link. Marco might even come down. Who I'm coaching at the moment, so yeah, no, he's he's testing. So I said we need to get you in a car, but. He, he's just had back surgery, so there's no way he'll be getting no, any. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Oh, man. Simon, it's uh, it's been great talking with you, mate. And I honestly, it's it's awesome to have so many different motorsport celebrities um, from all forms of New Zealand motorsport. And it's great to see that you know the international guys like Brendan Hartley, you know, um, Formula One driver Andre Gregg. And uh, and Richie, especially of them just coming off Bathurst, you know yourself who's been doing big things with the Formula E and the Jaguar type stuff. You know that's that's taking the world by storm. So it's just amazing to see how many uh, top motorsport drivers we have in this country, and we've got some of the cream of the crop coming here to Rotorua. Yeah, yeah, we do. You know, and the top drifters, you know, they'll have, yeah. you know, they'll be comfortable going sideways. I mean, look at Darren Kelly; he's doing great things overseas as well. So Mad Mike, I mean, he just—we you know, don't need to go into any detail about Mad Mike. <laughs> he's, he's just an absolute legend. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and I think you know, hats off to Brendan. You know, they could have—he could have easily said no, or you know, even I think Brendan knocked down. on their door and said he wanted in on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, that's that's amazing. So just you know. To credit to also, you know, like someone like Steve Williams, obviously taking the time out to, to put this all together. Obviously, he's been put it on for, a, been trying to put it on for a couple of years, um, but just with COVID and all like that. So, you know, credit to those guys. And, and also, a big thanks to all the, the guys <laughs> letting us use their cars, you know. I mean, they're a lot more relaxed than what I, you know, what I was sort of thinking. But, you know, it's, it's going to be such a neat event to see everyone there. Um, yeah, I think. Hopefully there's a surprise in there. You know, I think, you know, Richie's got a little bit of, you know, stock car background and that. So I think everyone's watching him, but hopefully there's, you know, there's a surprise in there as well, which we can, we can, uh, you know, might have a super stock future. Well, I'll tell you what, um, Avalon's obviously the only female driver in the group, 
with you this weekend. And we've got a lot of female drivers in the stock car and super stock ranks. Now, one of them being Rebecca Barr, who is a, a very classy super stock driver. She teams races as well for the Men or Two Mustangs and the Palmy Panthers, you know, right in the thick of it with the big boys. Yeah. Um, I think uh, don't underestimate Avalon. Because if she's anything like Bex, and I recommended that they uh, get Bex to mentor her, to be fair, you know, don't fear her, mate, because I tell you what, she'll probably put the bumper in just as hard as uh, as the next guy. Yeah, and coming from, you know, two wheels to four wheels, she'll yeah. be super stable, you know, so and it's probably so different, she'll be fine. So, um, no, nah, yeah, it's, it's going to be a great, great weekend. Beauty. Anything else there, Sparky? Nah, mate, it's just, just good to have Simon on, eh? Um, just a, another class act to, to follow up for this weekend, eh? Um, just yep. want to wish you all the good, all the luck, mate, and um, just don't listen to whatever ever Ryan says to you. Do the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, le- I learned that from an early young age. Ryan. <laughs> Simon, mate, great to have you on. Um, no doubt I'll catch you over, over the course of the weekend with a bit of commentary I'm doing there with Paul Hickey and uh, we'll fire a, a microphone in front of you after a few races and see how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, come see me when the adrenaline's pumping. So That's no, the one. Can't wait. Awesome. You have a good one, mate, and we'll see you at the track. Cool. Thanks, guys. Well, that's this week's Doing It In The Dirt show. And as I said at the start, unfortunately, this event is not happening. But there are a few other tracks around the countryside running. Uh, Gisborne Speedway, Ruapuna, Ocean View and Riverside all underway this weekend. Thanks to our show sponsors, of course, Speedway Garage uh, and, of course, Burn Art Cars as well. Until next week, though, enjoy wherever you may be for Speedway this weekend. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.